Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 3. This is Clone Dance Party. We're doing Season 3, Episode 1, The Weight of This Combination. Rachel is no longer the top. Sarah is a bad girl who does it well. Allison doesn't have enough on her plate. Helena has a scorpion friend. Cosima keeps a secret. Scar meets Sarah, and Mustache meets Siobhan. I'm Liz. I'm Janice. I'm Lynette. And I'm Ian. Hi, Ian. Hi, Ian. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So glad we could have you. So why don't you tell everybody who you are? Sure. Uh, I am not connected with any other podcasts, like many of your, unlike many of your guests, uh, but I'm a big fan of Orphan Black. I've been wa- binge-watching it lately, uh, catching up, and uh, just really excited to be on the podcast and talking about Orphan Black. Okay. And so um, did you recently binge watch the series or have you been watching all along? Just recently. Uh, I forget exactly when I started, but sometime this year, watched the first season in a weekend, maybe it, maybe it was 24 hours. And then uh, as soon as I could get my hands on season two, binge watched that as well with my wife. Nice. And where did you find out about Orphan Black? Uh, through Bob and Janice. Cool, cool. It's a family affair. That's right. <laughs> That's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we're all newbies. We are. Yeah. Yeah. This is exciting. We don't have to go to Lynette immediately to ask her opinion <laughs> because we all know what happens. That's we're all right. new. All right. So what does everybody think? Pretty good episode, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. What do you think, Ian? I really liked it. Uh, not my favorite episode. I'm kind of expecting more. Uh, as we get into it, because there's just so much happening. It's kind of hard to to really feel like, you know, you can get a handle on anything that's happening in the episode, although there's some great scenes and lots of great lines. So I think it was a good episode. I kind of had that response to the first episode of last season, too. It's like a lot coming at me for setup. And, yeah. and no, I'm not drunk, everybody. <laughs> 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 I just had a toothful and I have a mouthful of cotton, so. <laughs> You're not pulling an Allison? No, I'm not. <laughs> not right now. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Um, and Janice, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was a good, solid episode. Uh, I agree, not my favorite, but um, but yeah, but but still really strong, um, really powerful. It was really good. This was my first episode that I watched live uh, because I started watching about halfway through season two. So I had to watch all of season one, and then by the time I was at season two, it was already off the air. Um, so this is the first time I got to watch live, and I live-tweeted it uh, on our Twitter. And then I had to rewatch it for the show because I think I missed so much. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard watching it live. Uh, poor Katrin was getting text messages from me and tweets from me because I, <laughs> I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was so much happens. We meet... Two of the caster clones, we see another Lita clone. Um, Delphine is back with straight hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Delphine has undergo- undergone a power makeover. Uh, right? Yeah. I think she started subscribing to Cold Bitch Magazine. <laughs> yep. I think so. As Felix she's said, she looks good. She's she looks a- damn good, yeah. She's and she's mission. acting, and, and her... I'm, her her demeanor is completely different. 
it's like there's no more like we're going to be able to take care of you and and manipulate you and get you to do what we want Delphine it's like she's kind of doing the manipulating yeah she she uh, went full hard ass yeah yeah Yeah, oh Rachel remember how I said this is personal what do you think of my thumb (laughs) that was intense I may have squealed out loud at that because I was not expecting it um yeah, Delphine was Delphine was for me. She was the breakaway of this episode. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, she I really, she really stole every scene she was in. You couldn't help but. Why is her hair straight? Is that making her meaner? Were the curls her niceness? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, this soft curl, you know. And now it's like this straight, you know. I mean business. Yeah. Some of her lines were great too. She just had such power in her delivery, and oh. she said, mm. "Only I'm you now. You understand, and that yeah. I will erase you, erase you completely." That's that's some pretty serious language. Yeah, and the and the uh, say my name. I'm gonna stick my finger in your eye. Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, is there something about being the head of Dia that suddenly makes you into being the top there? Or what's happening here? But yeah, she was uh, she was great, and we got another um, clone party. We got a clone picnic. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat, that was great. Clone, clone birthday party, baby, baby shower. shower yeah. yeah, baby shower. Oh my Helena! Which as soon as there was happy music, I was like, well, this isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, in the whole direction of it, it's it was so you know technicolor and. Right so sunny. over the top. Yep. And Kasima, I'm all better now, thanks to science, because that's all Helena can yeah. understand. Yeah. And you know what? On the outtake on the uh, show, when I watched it today, they said that they dressed her like a Ukrainian dance person. I, t- I disagree. I think she was supposed to look like Frida. <laughs> that's what I think. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Uh, but that is a traditional Ukrainian folk costume. Okay, but it looked like Frida to me. I'll, I'll go with that because, you know, hey. What, the one that, that um, Kasima was wearing? Yeah. 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 And the, all the food that they had was traditional Ukrainian food, like the ox liver. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and the basket from Kasima. Oh, yeah. was all traditional Ukrainian food. Yeah, because that's where Helena's from, right? Or was raised. Yeah, that's... That's where she was raised, yeah, in a Ukrainian nunnery, which, poor girl. It was not a normal one, I don't think. Yeah, that was very harsh. Um, so, and then Helena wakes up to be in a box with a scorpion. Oh, oh my yeah. God. You know, okay, this show, I have a hard time marking it off for anything because the tech is so good, the storyline is so good. But it's going to lose points. From now on, it's losing points for me when I'm emotionally just distraught. And that <laughs> that really upset me. It really, really did. Lynette, all of everything is going to make you emotionally distraught this season. <laughs> Probably, huh? <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that was... Do you think there was significance with the, uh, the scorpion coming out of her belly? And then, I mean, I'm just wondering if that was just for effect or if there was some deeper meaning. Um, I don't foresee Helena giving birth. Right. Really? Um, they want her to, yes, but if they're keeping her in a box for 48 hours... 
Well, she's that's what I was wondering. Do they know she's pregnant? Who knows she's pregnant? I don't know. But uh, I don't for I don't foresee the pregnancy lasting, not if they keep torturing her. Did no. Mrs. S know? Because if Mrs. S handed her over to Castor and didn't I know, actually then don't know that the I don't know way. that the sisters yeah, I don't know the sisters knew. Yeah, I'm not sure that they did. I can't right. remember. They they want they're gonna want her to be pregnant eventually. Mm-hmm. Like they're probably trying to break her for her to be willing because that's what Diane wanted with Sarah. And Helena probably can conceive. Well, Diane yeah, just well, wants the ovaries, not for Sarah to get pregnant. No, they told Sarah uh, that we look forward to your next pregnancy. Yeah, they did say that when she was... Yeah. Um, but at the end, they just wanted to kill her and take her ovaries. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, oh, yeah. Rachel and there, the Helsinki thing. Yeah, they're, kill them all. Yeah, yeah Helsinki. Uh, Rachel deciding to murder everyone and keep Kira for herself. Because that's not creepy at all. No, no, not at all. Speaking of creepy, Ferdinand. Oh, yay! <laughs> he was great. He was. Yeah. He's such a good actor. One of my favorite psychotic vampires ever. <laughs> my wife says he's one of the five British actors that's in everything. Yeah, and he's he really is. Very good. He's really, really good. He's right. He's and right. he's that guy who is always, oh, hey, look, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that guy. And I don't know his name, but I did before, but I don't now. James Frayne. James Frayne, yeah. Thank you, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen him in a lot of things, but everything I've seen him in, he's, he hasn't been a good guy. Mm-hmm. No, he's rarely a good guy, uh, which is another one of those, like, oh, hey, it's him. This isn't going to go well. No. <laughs> yeah. But, Janice, I, I forget. You have not seen uh, Two Blood, is that right? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. It would not it would not fancy you at all. You would really, really Yeah, no, it. you really Do would like it. Do not watch it. It's bloody, gory, yucky. Too violent. <laughs> But he, it's it's yeah it's not your scene. He is definitely in that. He plays a really crazy, and I mean crazy, vampire. I mean he's a nut. They actually that's one of the few casting choices they did very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, was him and his character because I've read all the books and the books are great, Janice. The books are actually a lot of fun and really hilarious and not nearly as gory. Mm-hmm. But um, HBO can't do anything without I don't know people being ripped open. Yeah, and they rip them open, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't watch it. But if you feel like some sleazy vampire sex, the books are great. <laughs> um, Where were we? We were talking about Ferdinand and his creepiness. And his safe word. What was the safe word? I never heard it. Do you remember? Cause, well, you remember? she didn't know no it. Knew so it. She, she couldn't say it. Or <laughs> she, if she couldn't stop. because She's she, just saying, yeah, and she started choking the crap out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, uh, do you remember our safe word? No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when she, mm-hmm. when they were in the hotel room, when they were in uh, Rachel's apartment, and she got the glimmer in her eye, like, oh, I know their relationship now. Mm-hmm. And she walked over and put her foot there. I I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I knew that's where it was going, but poor, why does Sarah always have to be the person to sleep with everybody? I don't know, but she sure could read people. She figured his number out pretty, pretty, pretty right? accurately. Yeah. Yeah, that takes a good reading. Yeah, she's really good. And doing it while she's being Rachel, which she's not good at. No, not really. No, she is just really not good at it. Um, but 
She's spoiler, better at being spoiler, Rachel. Tatiana Maslany is really good at Sarah pretending to be Rachel. Yeah, I not just being good at it. Well, yeah, I mean, because it was I, this, one of the scenes I really liked is when she walks out of the elevator. I think she's walking out of the elevator in her white dress. And she's mm-hmm. she's got this, like, Sarah walk mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. tight dress and high heels. Oh, yeah. no, it was great. She totally walks she, like Sarah. Yeah. She did. And you could see that her trying to transition into Rachel. And you could see her. She was doing Sarah, and it was, like, so amazing. Yeah. And then the only person who does a worse clone impression is when Allison was doing Sarah this time. Well, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Allison's done Sarah before, and it was good enough yeah. to throw off Siobhan, but this time, I think she was just so scared of Ferdinand. She but, just yeah. she could was, not do it. She, she, said, she reverted. Yeah. She said, holy doodle, here we go, which I thought was yeah, really yeah. funny. And then, was, then she does kind of an Oliver Twist, oi oi Rachel, kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved Sarah's shut, shut up. Shut up. Yeah, shut yeah. up. Because that was that was from Sarah, not from Rachel. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That was totally don't talk. I think it she was... even almost said it in Sarah's voice. Yeah. Well, she said almost everything Rachel says in Sarah's voice. Yeah. It was just great. Right. She was playing four different people all at once. You know. <laughs> she was playing two people, playing two different people, being four people. Like it was. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So I have a question. Why did Delphine decide to have Sarah do Rachel and Allison do Sarah? Was it because she didn't think Allison could handle Sarah? I think so. I mean, not handle Rachel? I think it was because if something went wrong, Allison would not have been able to handle Ferdinand. Mm. Mm. I had to give a point about uh, Sarah being more, more able, more able, sorry, uh, be more able to deal with the situation than Allison would have. Because look at how, fa- how fast Allison crumbled when Ferdinand started feeling her up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it was a good choice. Yeah. It's just, she did, she did Sarah so terribly in that wig. Where did they find that wig? It was horrid. I think that was Allison's hair. Cause the bangs were trying to be pushed off to the side. Oh, okay. Because which is what made it horrible. Yeah, yeah. She looked a lot better when she tried, when she was pretending to be, um, uh, um, which is which Sarah is, uh, in the, Sarah in the first time, season. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. first season when she has to pretend so Kira can see her mom. Yeah, she was much better. It was very strange. It really was. Yeah, it was. It was really weird. Um, but it was such a great scene. It was. It was. And I felt so bad that Sarah couldn't like console Allison afterwards. Like, I'm really sorry I hit you, but like, you know. Yeah, she didn't yeah. even great character she just kind of used her eyes she could have yeah yeah my story but she wasn't taking any chances yeah yeah definitely so uh, i i'm sorry to interrupt um but when i have a hard time hearing delphine i don't know if you guys are aware of this but i have a hearing problem and if people talk in uh lower tones or higher tones i miss a lot and Mm -hmm. so delphine talks at that level where i can't discern her words that well I don't know what she said to Ferdinand to make him all bow down, cower back. So anybody got, can give me a clue, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, are you talking in the last scene? Yeah. Essentially, what she was she was just telling him, like, here's what you were going to say. But how did she get that power over him? Because she knew about Helsinki. Yeah, she oh. knew what Helsinki was. And, and that he was not... doing it again, which wasn't yeah. by topside. 
that's not okay. It's not sanctioned by his his people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, murdering groups of clone groups of clones and thirty two collateral right. is not uh, not sanctioned. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. He looked really excited about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had some interesting uh, preferences and kind of yeah. Yeah, and uh, and uh, his little bag towards Rachel at the end. Rachel, I know that was so heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> I felt mm. sorry for him. Too, a little bit too. I didn't. I must be. Yeah, I did. I must have straightened my hair today, like Delphine. But he does that kind of feel sorry for me. I'm crazier than heck kind of thing. Well, you yeah, do feel kind of sympathy for even when he's doing horrendous I just, things. I just thought he was doing a great job of showing both the sort of evil, megalomaniacal character as well as the really vulnerable guy that w- wanted Rachel to dominate him. Yeah, right. I think, I think yeah, you're right. And it's and it's very important here to note that we are not against or judging those who live the BDSM lifestyle. No. Um, it is a total healthy way to live your life. This specific person was really, really creepy. That is all. Yeah. But that has to do with how he conducts his life, not how he conducts his sexual His bedroom. Yeah, his yeah. sexual practice. That's two different things. And like the internet pointed out, even Rachel Duncan had a safe word. That's right. Practice safely. Uh, but Sarah, however, didn't really care. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was no, funny. Just, you don't. You don't give me back Helena. You don't get to have your air back. Yeah. I think Didn't is you think, what she was going with there. I thought she was being really uh, brave or daring in pushing so hard for him to help Helena. Yeah, yeah. she really was because Rachel would not do that. Yeah, and from the very moment that she brought it up, she was risking her cover being blown. She really was, and and Delphine was like, you know, I was counting on you doing that. So why didn't you just say that? Right? I don't know. But, you know, it goes back to the thing. I think everybody understands Sarah so well that it has to be Sarah's idea on every, on things. Like, you can't really direct Sarah to do things like that. Yeah. Because, because Mrs. S does the same thing, too, to her. She doesn't give her all the information. She lets her figure it out. Do you think people are um, condescending to Sarah, then? I think some people do. Yeah. Which, you know, I understand why Sarah gets angry, because, you know... They should give her the information, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and uh, as Felix pointed out, don't these people know you didn't graduate high school? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have to save everybody, but we're not going to give you all the information. Yeah. We're going to expect you to be a superhero and know all of this because, hey, you know, and that's, you know, they're setting her up to fall all the time. And it's completely unfair to throw somebody out to the lions and not give them everything every kind of sword and gun and whatever you can to help them. It's really a creepy way of doing things. <laughs> right? It is. Well, I mean... But that's what not, this, yeah, this show is about, is things like that. Diet is kind of horrible when it comes to that, but... Yeah. And speaking of horrible, those, uh, those boys are a little frightening. Yeah, um... I really did not like seeing Siobhan get beaten up, even though I met at her for selling out Helena. Well, no, because he was, he beat I did not like seeing Mustache beat up uh, Siobhan. She well, did no, really I... hold her own at first, though. She problem. did. 
But I was wondering, how did she how did she sense that something was wrong? What gave it away? Because she went to get the knife and had, had not the upper hand, but certainly wasn't completely unaware at the start. Um, she's been hiding children and in this life for a long time. Yeah, yes. she's been yeah she's been a warrior for a long long time, and she's she's been around the around the block. She probably walks into her house doing that anyway. You know. Yeah, I'm sure. So maybe there was something that. He tripped when he came in that she saw kind of something that had been moved or something had been moved or the lights were wrong or something, you know, just something yeah. was. Or even if he just breathed wrong yeah. and she was expecting total silence and heard any noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very that was true, it. But no, I don't, I don't like seeing any kind of physical violence like that happen. You know, unreal stuff, okay, maybe, but I do not like to see women get beat up like, for very good reasons. And yeah, that was very painful because he messed her face up really, really bad. He really he, did. He yeah, really made that clear. Yeah. Shocking, actually. I was su- surprised when she was talking after, when they came and found her. Mm-hmm. How badly she'd been beaten up. Yeah. He was. Well, this show is really good with the realism. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and Sarah broke my heart. She runs over to her mom. And, you know, it was such a good moment, and I think that that is what caused Siobhan to tell her. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Really? And that was I don't a- know. I didn't get that feeling. But, uh, yeah, Janice, it's kind of not her normal thing to actually spill the beans like that. So but I wonder why she is now, because usually she didn't tell Sarah anything. <laughs> well, I guess, it, no, I, I just didn't, I guess I didn't get the sense that she did it because... Sarah was so concerned oh. for her. I just felt like oh. she she had to because because of what happened. She had to explain the whole thing. Ah, oh. okay, I'm, I can see I'm, that. Uh, yeah. I'm much more cynical. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I think you, you you could be right. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think you could be right. I think she knew that that was the next move she needed to do because if you know, we'd have got to get Helena back. She's got to let her know where Helena, you know. Yeah, where Helena is at. Yeah, it's going to get worse if you wait any longer, both yeah. for the relationship with Sarah and for Helena. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can so. we talk about the, the the mental glitch or flash, <gasps> whatever it was that the mustache clone had? Yes, yeah. mustache wanted to find Duncan. Yep. I think for similar reasons that Kasima needed Duncan. I think the male clones are broken. In a different way than the, uh, I think Caster is broken in a different way than Lita is. I think their breaks might be more uh, mental as opposed to physical, like the, like the Lita ladies. Do you think it's linked to their gender? Maybe something around the way they might have been made into warriors and given lots of testosterone or what have you, and it's kind of messed their heads up somewhere. I, I could see that if they were given a lot of synthetic t- testosterone in large doses, that it could, if they had already a genetic anomaly. It mm-hmm. could really exas- yeah. it could exacerbate that because I'm wondering about that because Mark did not grow up with them, and even though he's got some issues, we I mean he certainly has, um, you know, some spectrum issues. He's I don't think he is as violent as, in a very yeah. scary way as the other ones, and if they were they were given you know a lot of testosterone, that would really that would really cause a lot of those things to come up. But what do you make of um, the guy? The guy that was in um, Marion's basement. He meets Sarah, and he says, "Oh, you're made of, from the good stuff." 
Yeah, mm-hmm. what does that mean? That they, oh. they got the bad stuff? Yeah, that was important. Very easily, because um, if we go with the mythology of it, Castor is Lita's son, so Castor would be younger than Lita. That's true. And Lita's shit was all burned up. Mm-hmm. So they may not have had, it could have been like a Charlotte situation. I don't where I don't get the uh, where Charlotte was the only one out of the new batch oh. of four hundred. Uh, Caster could have been a faulty batch. All of Caster, easily, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm just trying to, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're saying maybe even the fact that they're male is a mistake or was a fault? No, or? not necessarily. Oh, no, 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 not necessarily. Um, I'm just saying that uh, that if they came after, if if Lita came first and then Caster, uh-huh. it could be that something was damaged in the transference. Oh, okay. So, of how of how to write the genome uh, because there was the fire. Now, if they're older, it could also be if Caster is older than Lita, it could also be that Lita's problems were fixed that the caster problems were fixed in Lita because they were the second try, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay, so you, here, let me try to understand this. So it's not so much that they were mailed that's, their, that's the problem. It was that the batch was bad. but It would yeah. have been bad either whether it was male or female, right? Right, and it, and it could also, it could be that they're male only in the fact that they were genetically programmed to be soldiers. Right, exactly. Now, if they had genetically programmed uh, double X chromosomes, so uh, genetically female, and XY chromosomes, genetically male, to be soldiers, we could see the same problems in genetically female clones. However, the dyad clones, the, the Lita's, were created and raised for a completely separate reason than Caster. Caster was grown to be essentially super soldier. Right. They're, to be the to be the army, they, essentially. They, so they're they they are not to be part of any study. They're what well, we thought we actually we talked about this before about the super soldier thing, didn't we? Yes. But they would still be studied. Right. But they they're but, still in an ex, they're still in an experiment. Right, but their main goal is how if this is a, if we can exactly develop uh, super soldiers. That's the experiment exactly. with them. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. There was some interesting stuff that he said. He said, "You're a legend, Sarah Manning," and then he said something like, "You've met the others." And I think it was he said to Delphine Salistoire, but I couldn't quite figure out what, what he was saying there. He said what something in French, but I didn't I didn't catch what it was. I thought it was Salistoire. It's history. Yeah, that's ah, what I thought as okay. well. Is that what it means? It's history? The, the rest they say is history. Oh, okay. But he said the last bit in French, so Delphine knew. He knows Delphine is there in French and listening. Okay. All right. So he knows who everybody is. All right. That is not the first time we've heard that, and the, the rest is history, though. Duncan said that. Didn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Does anybody else think that Mustache and Scar are Sarah and Helena? Uh, yes. That, I thought that when I first saw them on uh, the, 
the ending of uh, season two, I thought, he's Helena. You know, when we did that last scene, Scar, I said, that's Helena. Hmm. Or they- See, except I think Mustache is Helena. Really? Yeah. But I think I think that they are twins the same way that Sarah and Helena are. Yeah, they've got okay. a bond. That's interesting. Okay. Who was the one that does the naked Buddha? Was that Mustache? That's Scar. Scar. That's, that's Scar. Okay. I mean, they both have a little Sarah and a little Helena, but my main point was they aren't just clones. I think that those two are brothers. I think that those two are twins, like Sarah and Helena are. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like personality. Oh, yeah, very much. That could be very much true. Because they were very, very connected. Yeah. And when uh, when Sarah brought up, oh, I saw one of your brothers and I kicked him in the face. He was like, yeah, there's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. But if she had brought up mustache and I kicked mustache in the face, I'm fairly certain it would have been different. Ah. And by the way, seeing the Caster and Lita clones uh, getting it on in an elevator was really creepy. Weird. Yeah. Uh, that was brother sister stuff. If you talk about genetics, that's weird. That was really weird. Oh, do you think that Lita and Caster are related? I don't know. Do, do I think that they have things kind of... You know what? I don't know. I, I haven't well, made up my mind. Would it be easier to come up with two viable clonable genomes from the same core DNA? Very easily, yes. So would, that, would that be easier than having two separate strains if you're going to go about trying to clone someone or two people? Mm. Would it make a difference whether they're related or not? Hmm. Well, I mean, and that goes back to if they were cloned off of people who already exist or if they were completely invented. Exactly. So if they were completely invented, it would be easier to take a similar starting point and throw in some Y chromosomes to the X chromosomes Mm -hmm. to make the men. Um, And some puppy dog tails. Yeah, exactly. Throw some sugar over here and some snakes and snails over there. (laughs) And you you got Lita and Caster. So we haven't talked about the heart-wrenching moment of Delphine keeping her promise to love all of the sisters equally. Yeah. And breaking Cosima's heart. And I think the rest of our hearts. Yeah. Delphine, too. Her heart was broken. She has to be the badass and... That was pretty bad. That was that was pretty horrible. I did not like that. Yeah, and then Scott was like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, that surprised me. I did too. Me too. Yeah, that's a, it's an interesting twist. I think Scott wanted to know what Cosimo was working on because he didn't know what Cosimo was working on. I really don't think he signed up for... Uh, how did how did he put it? Super secret clone club? No, super secret science super club. Super secret stuff and lesbian said, drama. With soldier clones running around, and you knew all this lesbian drama. I don't. Yeah, know, soldier clones, lesbian drama, and super secret shit. Yeah, yep. but that's uh, not the. I mean, he 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 seemed much more. I don't know what the word is. Honorable at the end of the last season when he finds out Cassina's the clone, he was very. Um, well, yeah, he wanted to work on human cloning. Yeah. He didn't want to work on shooting people in the eye with a pencil and saving people from having 
unlawful, unwilling oophorectomies and, you know, crazy super soldier clones who might kill him. I don't think he signed up for that. Okay. I don't think that that was at all in his realm of possibility. Yeah, he... His idea was, I get to work on clones. Yay! Yeah. That was it. <laughs> now, it did come true when he needed was needed, but I do see where his point was like, you know, I really wanted to do the science, not the, you know, yep. G.I. Joe Just stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then as soon as Casima uh, was like, yeah. okay, but here's the cipher, uh, go ahead and leave. Yeah, she hooked him right back in with the line to do with science, didn't she? <laughs> yes, she did. She which, is really which, good at that. Which made me more suspicious of him because oh, yeah. I thought, if, okay, if that's what you're going for, he's he's not going to be reliable anymore. Exactly. I, she shouldn't have really able... told him that. I right. had that was my first impression too. Is like, why did she tell him that? Because I stopped trusting him when he was yeah. like, because he thought what he was, he felt like he got the information he wanted. And I thought, is he, who is he working for? Who is he passing this on to? Who is he going to give it to? Yeah. I'm with you guys. Or well, just, definitely just... not Rachel or Leaky. Right. <laughs> but if, he, if, if he's not in it for, you know, the risk involved, he's not going to be trustworthy if, if he's under pressure. If somebody's torturing him or whatever, right. he, he won't this very long, he'll just give it up. That's right. And very much so. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Even if he isn't working with someone, it wouldn't take him long to fold up. Yeah. You're right. No, I, I don't think, I think that is completely accurate. Uh, so much, for, we have so much material to develop off of for, just from this one opening um yeah, one starting episode. Thank yeah. you, it's a drug, sorry. I know, I got you. <laughs> um, well, and then Kira, Kira, from her little cubbyhole, produces Helena's babies. But then what does she do with it? I thought she was going to open it. It doesn't. We don't see where it actually ended up. No, she was sitting there looking at it and looking at Cosima like, this might make Auntie Cosima happier. Yeah, but we didn't oh, see that. that. Is that what was in the yep. liquid nitrogen? The... Yeah, it's Helena's babies. Got it. Okay, I didn't understand what that was. Yes, Helena's babies. She saved them when she did not light the fish people's farm on fire. Yeah, I know. The fish, the fish people. <laughs> <laughs> did you light the fish people's ranch on fire? It's still one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you... I, did she just discover it in that moment, or had she had had she discovered it earlier and she'd had it in her own hiding place? Oh no, she had it hidden. So she, she knew did, she had found it earlier. That's what you think. I think I think she had been hiding it from everybody. Okay. I think I remember in the last uh, the last episode, uh, right around the time there was a dancing or before it. I think I remember her coming across it. Oh no, no, oh, it really? was after. I think I remember her coming across it and tucking it away, but I'm not sure. I could be hallucinating. I don't, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm hallucinating. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's fine. Possible. <laughs> could be. Yeah, and I'm not sure it makes that much difference, but I was just wondering. Hmm. Yeah, no, because Helena left it out. She did. It was right, right in view. I mean, she just Yeah, she left it out so they would see it. And Kira pulled it out from a cubby so, or, you know, a, a hidden area. So, no, I think Helena had found it and hidden it. Kira. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Oh, my goodness. What else? So much. Um, so in, in the scene with Ferdinand and Sarah and Allison, 
I think there's a lot of interesting dialogue in there that hints at stuff that we don't know about yet. Such as? Well, he says, I don't know if there's anything into the, the phrase, you have a face to fight wars for, and it makes me think of Helen of Troy, and given that we've got Leda and Castor, is there some kind of larger story about that and, and the role that Sarah or clones play? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, um, not that specific scene, mm-hmm. but Ferdinand, when he brought up Helsinki and said, you know, um, six clones, 32 collateral mm. in 24 hours. Were those clones grouped? Did they know about each other? Were they becoming self-aware and That's doing what question. our girls are doing? Yeah. 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 yeah I, presumably Helsinki is the place, not the name of the operation to kill them all. Someone mentioned Finns at one point. So mm. I believe that it happened in Helsinki, mm-hmm. and so they started calling it Helsinki. Right. I have another question. That one, the, when they said that the, the two Marks, the two brothers, uh, they caught them when they were stuffing the uh, other clone into the trunk. Is she dead? Did, or I don't know. Or did they just, get her too? Yeah, the new one. What's her name? Crystal. The crystal, whatever. Yeah, that right. one. Her name was Crystal, yeah. Who, I don't think her name was Crystal. I think her name was Beth Child. Oh, really? Oh, I think... And she's got to be alive. <laughs> crystal Godfrey. I think that Beth knew about Caster, and she's trying to find Caster. Hmm. And I think she got herself in over her head. She was expecting one Caster boy, and she got two. Okay. You guys know that if Beth comes back, and Katrin isn't on that episode. We're going to have to have her on that episode anyway. We will. <laughs> we Don't have, worry. We have to, right? <laughs> she she can be our extra special guest. She yeah. only for like 10 minutes so her and I can scream together. Yeah. <laughs> but there was... This may contain a spoiler. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying that so people can like fast forward a few seconds. Um, they... One of the writers said... Yes, we were very excited to look more into Beth's story. Oh. So I don't know if that means we just get backstory on Beth or if what. But one of the writers did say something about Beth really intrigues us and we're looking forward to to learning more about her. Mm-hmm. So, end spoiler. Interesting. I'm very excited. I am really excited about that now. And there's also a specific cop who will not be returning this season. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. No. It's horrible. Oh, wait, which one? No. Oh, Art, Art will be there. Okay. Oh, okay. yay. Oh, you must be so happy. Oh. I am ecstatic. Okay. And I've actually, I've actually known for like three weeks and didn't want to say anything until season three actually started. <laughs> and I said, a couple weeks, I, I said a couple of weeks ago, you know, oh, oh, she's going to be back. She's going to be back. And I and didn't you want did to not spoil, spoil anything. That's right. You didn't. It took everything out of. I really wanted to say something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So if there was another group of clones becoming self-aware in Helsinki, um, how how many other groups are like ours? Hmm. Well, they don't start as groups, do they? So no. How many clones are there in? You probably have some random number, numbers that are kind of coming together. Exactly. Because there's just and much tension. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. That, you know, halfway across the world, there was another group 
of Lita's who found each other. Do you think the German one, I've forgotten her name, from the beginning of season one, was part Katya? of... Katya? Katya, do you think she had any connection to the Helsinki group? Did she escape? Maybe? Ooh. Um, well, the Prolethians were after her. Ooh. Right. She still could have, you know, had to disappear before it hit the fan in Helsinki and then dodged a bullet for a few minutes. Definitely. But Rachel was the pro-clone, you know, so Rachel... There may not have been a dyad station in Helsinki. So they may not, the clones may not have known that dyad knew. You know what I mean? Like, one of those, they don't know, we know, they know, we know kind of situations. Um, So, I mean, there's that, that they could have just been caught completely unawares. Hmm. It was 24 hours. That's pretty swift. That's pretty quick. Yeah, it's really quick. Ooh. So, is everyone back? back. Yeah. Is everyone back? Yeah. All right. I went to hit mute and I hit the wrong button. I'm yeah, really sorry. I've done that. Continue. <laughs> continue the conversation. I'll be right back. I was going to ask uh, about the again in the scene with Ferdinand and Sarah and Allison. Uh, he says some other things like, in all, he asks her if he's ever if she's ever come across a male clone. She asks Allison who she thinks is Sarah. He thinks is Sarah. Um, I'm just wondering what what does he think that she's had to do with Caster in the past, or what is he worried about? Just that they'll have things uh, hooked up with Caster and therefore be on the other side, or I don't know. I mean, what well, do you no, think? I mean, he's she, he he knows that he's been to see Marion, and Marion has a clone in her in her basement, yeah. right? So. Is it more than, more than that, or is he search, is he searching for information about other mm-hmm. other clones? Other, other clones. And has yeah. Sarah seen the other guy? Has Sarah seen Mark? Oh wait, she has in the restaurant in the diner. The the diner. Yeah, Mark season, tried to abduct her right yeah. at the beginning of season two. Right. Okay, so she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's why when she saw Scar, she said, "Oh, I know that guy." Oh, oh, oh. Because she's kicked him in the face before. <laughs> oh. See, I kind of got lost in all of that. I'm glad you guys, you know, I didn't pick all that up, so. Cool. Yeah, that's how she knew him was Mark. Oh, okay. And then the other thing I was thinking about was he asks, he says, tell me, Rachel, 50 years from now, do you think your kind will still be calling each other sister? And I'm wondering, what, what does that mean? Do they have plans for 50 years from now? What's the, the goal of the evolution of the clones? And are, are they going to be you know, seeing each other in the street? Why would he think that was funny? Um, realistically, you would want the clones to live as long as possible to see if they age and deteriorate the same way. Uh, mm. So since the girls are only 30-ish, mm-hmm. 50 years from now puts them at 80 if you can have a clone that lives till 80, that's like... That's a big deal. Super big deal. That's that's all of the awards big deal. That's inventing new awards just to give them big deal. Yep. So, and I like Sarah as Rachel's response. Something about smiles in the uh, supermarket line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I thought her responses were great because she, she seemed to be able to read the situation and say things that made Ferdinand happy for the most part. Right. They didn't throw too much suspicion 
except when she kept bringing up Helena. Yeah, that was... Yeah. But I wasn't sure how how much she believed it was Rachel for most of the time. It seemed to be pretty suspicious a lot of the time. Yeah, well, I mean, there was reason to be suspicious. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. thought he was suspicious when they were, went down to visit Sarah because he's behind her and he's looking at the back of her neck. I was like, this, can he tell that that's a wig? Right. Um, but you couldn't see anything. There was no black hair sticking out or, or anything. No, like but, but I wondered why he was looking. Was, well, I mean, Rachel had that wig in her house. Right. So, so, right. Rachel, so she had a wig, so that shouldn't be so odd. And how did they get all of Sarah's hair under that wig? Wigs amaze me. I know. <laughs> They're different than they were when I was a kid growing up. I didn't wear them, but I tried. Because you could tell if there was a lot of hair under there. <laughs> well, I never really had that problem. You could I always looked deflated because I don't have any hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, like, I always, the wigs on the show always amaze me. Like, how do you get everybody's hair up under that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's yeah that, that's a little bit. Um, at, at least when you think of one clone pretending to be another, that's kind of like ah uh, yeah right. They haven't you know like Sarah was had enough hair to make to braid it and make it look like a Sima in season two. Right. Yeah. So you don't want to think about that too too much. And you know for Allison, all she has to do is put on a headband so you can see that she doesn't have right. bangs or or what have you. But um, yeah, no, it's just ridiculous. Oh, I know. I wanted to talk about what, um, you know, uh, Ferdinand says in the bathroom. He says, you know, talks to, to Rachel about what you want. And uh, he said, you want, now, did he say you want a child or the child? Yeah. He said a child. He said a I child. Was, I thought it was the child. I, I, that's I what I thought. Yeah. See, I, I know he was talking about Kira. Kira was mentioned. But. Kira was mentioned, but then I thought he said, I thought what you wanted more than anything was a child. It might have been a, a child. I was definitely confused about what it was, and there might have been other words that I didn't write down in that dialogue. Yeah, I went uh, back specifically to, to try and figure that out, and I couldn't, but it seemed to me like the child. But it's, those are, you know, it's really close, those two mm-hmm. things. I also had subtitles on when I was uh, watching it a second time, so I might have been oh. biased by whatever they subtitled it with which is sometimes wrong right well I mean that just makes sense then doesn't it um but uh in that scene Ferdinand also said something really interesting he said induce Cosima tomorrow she'll deteriorate rapidly I'm wondering what is what does he mean by induce is there something that we don't know about Cosima that they can do to her is it they can they turn on her disease with like a switch or or her condition. Oh, that's Theoretically, they might they might be able to, yeah. What? Oh, like hey. Just... An injection, maybe, and that would just kind of cause things to to take its course really, really quickly. Oh. Now that is a thought. So that was scary. Yeah, that was. Uh, there was something else I wanted to bring up, but I don't remember. So there's another part um, at the end. Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say we saw three clones in this episode. There's Scar, Mustache, and then the crew cut guy at the end in, in the... Oh, the, the military guy, military yeah. Guy. Yeah. I just thought it was well, interesting to get start counting all the clones we've seen. Yeah, so we know of four caster clones. We know of right. military guy because we saw him when Helena was abducted. We know about Mark, and then we know about Mustache and Scar. Mm-hmm. Was it Mustache and Scar who uh, kidnaps Crystal slash whoever we else, else we might think it is? Crystal slash Beth? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, it was. And that's how they that's how they got Scar. Oh yeah, because they they went after them and he killed two guys. Well, one got right. away. Yeah, Pat got away. Got away. And seriously, that is like the worst mustache ever. <laughs> Pretty bad. It's really creepy. I personally really don't like it at all. I think it's meant to be creepy. Yeah, they succeeded. Hmm. Oh, that's what it was. Felix's non-love of Helena was really pissing me off. When? The whole episode. Oh. Uh, because he says, when they're back at Shite Beach, uh, he tells Sarah, you know, I would have made the same call. You and Kira for Helena, easy. I would have made the same call. And then when Sarah starts trying to get Helena back, oh, Delphine can help us get Helena back. No, don't do it. Really? That, yeah. Yes, he did. I guess I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. I, I just thought what he was saying made sense when he was saying that I would have picked you and Kira. Right. It, it, that does. But then when he, she was like, I can use Delphine to get Helena back, he was like, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, that is And then weird. when they were in Rachel's apartment, he did it again. Hmm. That's weird. Like, um, she is, she is one of the girls, dude. Like, get over it. Mm-hmm. She's not, you know, your, your buddy, like Allison, and she's not cool and funky like Kasima, and she's not, you know, your sister like Sarah. But you know, just because she's really, really crazy, because she was raised to be really, really crazy. Like, doesn't mean you just get to abandon her, Fee. Like, she is, she's one of the sisters. And so that really made me mad. And, like, Felix is my least favorite for this episode. You know what? Yeah. It just disturbed me, too. And I kind of ignored it because I love Felix so much. Mm -hmm. But it really, it kind of really did feel really out of character for him. Or maybe part of his character I don't want to see. Yeah. It was weird. He is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, that really made me mad. Yes. Now I'm getting mad too. <laughs> Good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and Felix didn't look like himself in this episode. I like, agree. something yes. was yes. off. Yes. You know it's what? His hair. They cut his hair too short, I think. Yeah, yes. it's too short. Especially in the first scene, it looks almost like it's clean cut, not kind of cool like it was. Yeah. There's the something really weird. Dream? Yeah, in the dream, it was very right. Well, very that was, that made sense because because he wasn't wearing clothes he would ever wear too. So <laughs> the fact that he would look completely off in that scene was understandable. But I don't know, maybe they had to cut his hair for that scene, and then the rest of the episode, it was he just looked. Yeah, he looked. Yeah, he didn't look like he wasn't like, wearing any makeup either. No, he, he looked wasn't. weird. He yeah, he looked look weird like without his makeup. He looked very he not. Didn't, and he was 
He was being all anti-Helena, and it just really made me mad. He didn't have any personality. He didn't have the fee personality going on. Right, yeah. There was no uh, charisma. He was just very... Yeah. Until until he got to Rachel's apartment, then he was then he was back to being Felix. Yeah, that was, then he was, yeah, that was when good. he got to play dress up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't yeah. doing the self thing. Rachel was stressed for her. I wanted to pull up that. Yeah. Allison. Allison deciding to run for whatever she's going to run for. School trustee or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. school board. School board person. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have enough shit going on right now. <laughs> yeah. And that whatever, whatever she was, Marcy or whatever, she just... And then Donnie quitting his job. Oh, my God, Donnie. <laughs> really, Donnie? Like, you were doing so good at the end of last season, and now you're... They took my Taurus. No one cares about Tauruses. They're the worst car ever. And, oh, I have... How does she... You know, I have... 300 and whatever from when I was a monitor. Yeah, like they're going to pay you now. Yeah. Right? I know. I saw the look on Alice's face like, really? <laughs> Who are you going to submit that to? Have you not been paying Allison, attention? Allison looks like she's the financial expert in the family. She really yeah. yeah. She should have been. Sorry. I did like that. Well, you could work part time at your mom's. I am not going back to work at Bubbles. Oh, but I bet she is. Oh, yeah, she yeah. totally is. Yeah, so, uh, yeah we get a bit to Allison's is, mother. What is Sorry, that? Yeah. Is we it keep a interrupting or? you. Sorry, I'm interrupting you guys. Uh, is Bubbles a salon or is it some kind of craft store? I'm intrigued to find out. We what don't it is. know. We'll find out. <laughs> I am going to guess that it is a place that sells like handmade artisanal soaps and lotions and potions. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I like so that idea. Hanging out for the clones. I really. I'm really excited about the idea of meeting the woman that uh, screwed Allison up so well. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's going to be good. Except, you know, it could go either one of two ways. She could be like Allison, but worse. Or she could be some total free love, hippie. With the scented candles and the incense. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's very possible because I so, have- Crystals in her shop. I, I have seen Sweet. that kind of reaction from uh, children that were raised with the, you know, free spirit thing, and they went totally uh, a white, white chick fenced, you know. Yeah, it, it totally goes both ways. Yeah. Some you're raised too white picket fence, you go all hippie. You're raised too hippie, you go all white picket fence. Exactly. <laughs> she must have picked up something from her mother, though. The, the craft stuff could have come from her mother, even if she was hippie, maybe making stuff at home. And Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Would make lots of sense. So before we leave Allison and Donnie, does anyone think Marcy's the two of them are going to like bump Marcy off? <laughs> oh my god! I definitely got that feeling. It was like, okay, now that we've done it once, we could do it again if she gets to be a problem, right? So put her in the in the concrete in the basement again. <laughs> that garage. So much happens in that damn garage. But I was thinking with her uh, rehab record. Uh, and that everyone knows about. How's she going to run for office that that soon after? And, well, everybody uh, knows about it, so it's not like it's going to be that yeah, big of a scandal. I guess. She already lived through the scandalous part. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like a, a Senate position or, you know, that kind of government yeah. position. True. Yeah. And plus, there's no way she could sustain it if she won. <laughs> I mean, 
not the not against Allison. I totally think that Allison could, just not with all this other clone shit that's happening. Absolutely. Well, I think Allison's in denial a little bit that her life is as different now as as it is compared to yeah or whenever they they started. And she's trying to keep it so normal for the kids and stuff, which I appreciate, you know, and understand, but. Mm-hmm. But it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, do you guys hear that? I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. What the heck? What are they doing? My husband, he's upstairs working out. Oh. Hey, go for it, hon, but hey, a little quieter. <laughs> go make coffee, but. I'm just going to have to mute me when I'm not talking. Yeah, Sorry. It's fine. It's not that bad. It's just kind of cute. Okay. Well, he came down here and, like, it looked like he was going to set it up. And I just looked at him and pointed at the microphone. Ooh. And then he, like, stomped upstairs. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, seriously. Donnie, quitting your job. Like, you went you went a little too far with the being man man of the house and getting your strut on. <laughs> yeah, you empowered yourself a little too much there, darling. <laughs> but that's, you know what? I think Bobby's going to work out because she's going to need him, you know. So yeah. I was wondering, they've, um, they've got one mortgage payment. They had $75,000 to give to the clones. Can they get <gasps> any of that back? Or, I mean, where did they get that money? Is that all his uh, being a monitor money that... Some you know walking around money that she stole for for the clones or they told us where she got that money didn't they no she she essentially said that you know Kasima's a scientist best the cop all I have is this money right but where does she get that money never really said it just sort of sounded like in season one whenever whichever episode that was that they had money and that they were you know in a place to to live in a house like that and have the life that they have. And then suddenly, they've got no money. I'm a little surprised. Well, um, I guess they have their, their they, retirement, which they're not going to dip into. Right, but they also had um, some renovations done, which that's not cheap. Oh, Plus, that. Allison did give, you know, $75,000 away. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, like, her rehab. Oh, and, yeah. Well, they're Canadian, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they are. Um, you know, a lot of stuff happened that could have cost money. True. And they could be down to just, you know, one mortgage payment because she gave the clones $7,500. <laughs> exactly. Um, what have, what have they spent all that money on the 75k? Just food and board for everyone? The clones? I don't know that that's been spent on anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was supposed to be info money when you had to pay somebody off yeah. to get info. But, and they haven't really had to do that, so. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I mean, that was the money Sarah was going to take in the first season, but then she decided yep. she couldn't. So as far as I know, Allison got it back. But Unless they've been living to, off of it. Right, yeah. The, the clones, you know, those that can't work like Sarah. And yeah, Blake. it may have been helping uh, Delphine and stuff. Nobody seems getting paid, though. Oh, well, yeah, she is now, but. Well, anyway, I was just wondering about that. Maybe that maybe we'll find out about that. That that certainly didn't get answered this time. No. So, yeah. Um, What else? Did we miss anything? 
I don't think so. Um, I have one thing I want to ask. The, um, let's see, Scar. Why? Okay, Scar has this scar on his face. He also has these marks on his back. What are those? Scars. They're kind of, well, yeah, I'm sure they're scars, but from what? I mean, they're kind of roundish. Bullet holes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Electrode. Connections. Mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, oh. it could be a lot of things. Maybe as well as being Buddha, he lies on a bed of nails at Castor Central. Mm. Oh, maybe. That could be it. Some kind of torture thing. It could, I mean, if, if he is, if he's Helena, then maybe he does something to himself like Helena does or did. Yeah, maybe that's there's very a true. Proclivity for self harm in some way. Well, he's part of that group that have Helena boxed up in a thingy. It's very possible. They, that woman did not look normal. He's not... Uh, I don't think that Scar and Mustache are uh, currently in the army. I think they're AWOL like Mark. Yeah. Okay. But we think... Do we think that Mark grew up separately from Mustache and Scar and the military guy, or... Oh, I, absolutely. Because, yeah, because I think that they actually mentioned that. Did, you don't even know about this one. And it was like, yeah, he was not part of that group. Yeah, I have no idea. I, do, I don't think they... I think he's a Sarah. I think he grew up outside of it. Well, he was in the military. Henrik says right. that. Yeah, he, he, was, he, was, he was military. But that doesn't mean that he grew up in the same... He, it doesn't mean he grew up self-aware. Right. Uh, he joined the military, and then he went AWOL. He was part of that military life while he was growing up, is what I, I believe I remember. Mm. So you don't think he knows he's a clone? No. Did Henrik know he was a clone? I don't know. If Henrik knew he was a clone, then Helena is pregnant with Mark and uh, Mark and Helena's babies. Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, if Henrik knew, Henrik, that's the kind of thing it seems to me Henrik would do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I totally think that's what Henrik would do. Okay. I think. Although, <laughs> although how he would do that without Mark kind of knowing about it would be. Yeah. How would he get? Well, that would be interesting. Yes. I mean, there. I mean, there are ways you can do that, but you know, the person usually knows. I mean, you have to put him out pretty comatose, you know, for them not to know. <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't want to get into that too much. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't want that uh, image. <laughs> I do not. Thank you. No. Uh-uh. I mean, I could tell you exactly how they do it. Yeah, it was well, fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I not Yeah. Thank you. That's a good idea. Is, is, that, is that not something you, you want to talk about there, Ian? I mean, if you guys want to, but I don't think we want to. No. <laughs> I mean, you could do a side show on it sometime or something. Okay. Sorry, Liz is just a... Uh, the captain random knowledge of science. Yeah. And <laughs> if it can be done, Liz will know how to do it. <laughs> I am only mildly creepy. It's fine. Um, I make it up with being really cute, which is also slightly creepy. Um, so the only other thing, like Rachel, when she woke up, she was trying to say I and couldn't. Mm-hmm. She yep. had uh, it hit a brain. She has some brain yeah. damage. It, it did hit her brain, mm-hmm. but, but she sure as hell could say Delphine. Well, she yes, she got that picture. She said corn cob so, or something. Yeah, she said corn cob, yeah. uh, which is, it's uh, it's called aphasia. Mm-hmm. Uh, when 
either you are trying to think of a word and you can't, mm-hmm. or you try to say one word and say a different word. There's a couple types of aphasia, and I don't remember all the names of them, because it's been a while since I've taken that class. Um, but yeah, if you go for one word, example, I, and say corn cob, <laughs> yeah. it's a specific type of aphasia. Yeah. Different than dysphagia, which is where you, um, that, you can't think of the word at all. Yeah, you can't think of the word at all. But it's pretty common after a brain injury, and it does. It's not always permanent. Um, no. A lot of people that have brain surgeries uh, have some form of aphasia afterwards, uh, and and it can last a while. So, but it can it can disappear really quickly too. Like with my mom when she had her brain surgery, um, she had. For about a month, she couldn't think of words. She was putting, you know, different words into what she meant. But when she was reading, she was spot on, you know. And it's also really common uh, with people with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, because they, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, because they're, uh, well, with like a generalized anxiety disorder or something similar, um, one of the theories of why... Uh, they suffer from aphasia is that their brain is just constantly tired from always being terrified, essentially, that sometimes their brain just stops working for a second and they get aphasia. So, um, yeah, I, more, more, more random facts. So, and and that's, I can see that's entirely true because there is a kind of fogginess that comes over when you are, um, because you know, here we go with more about me, but I do suffer from social anxiety and PTSD and, um, Agoraphobia, and when I'm concentrating on t- dealing with those things, I do have a hard time retrieving words uh, because I feel it feels foggy because I'm thinking so hard about everything else. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. I I suffer from generalized anxiety, so my brain is just constantly like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, exactly. And so I have I get a lot of aphasia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think we've covered everything. Uh, I'm just taking a quick peek here, but I think we did. But gosh, you guys. I wanted to say about, sorry. No, go ahead. I wanted to say about the scene with Rachel when she woke up. I thought that was really interesting because the the fear and terror in her uh, her eye and on her face was just. Her eye. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's it's fine. Uh, Just felt like it was so different from when Sarah was terrified in the shower and when Helena was terrified in the box at the beginning. I just think it's very impressive that she can, that Tatiana can act and, and show fear in so many different ways. No, true. But uh, thank you for bringing that up because I wanted to say something about that. Helena looks a lot like Sarah when she's scared. Oh. Like Sarah, Sarah when she's, when Sarah's scared or like just Sarah yes. in general? Okay. When Sarah, Sarah and Helena look scared the same way. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Rachel looks scared very, very differently. Rachel looks scared more with her mouth. Yep. Whereas uh, Sarah and Helena look scared with their eyes. And Allison looks scared with her body. <laughs> yeah. Allison just looks scared all over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Helena and Sarah, like, you can really see their similarities, which I've always uh, pointed out because I love that they're there. Uh when they're scared, they get scared the same way. They get the same facial expressions and their face morphs in the same way. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's because they're played by the same person. I think it's because Tatiana makes the conscious effort to make the twins look more similar. Ooh. I would bet that's true. That's true. But I'm going to pay attention now because I, I don't see that they're exactly the same, but they are very, very similar. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, so, all right. All right, you guys. So nobody's mentioned this, but has anybody, doesn't anybody, didn't it come to mind for anybody when we see Helena in a box, which totally freaked me out, by the way. Uh, didn't boxing Helena come to mind? <laughs> Say it one more time. You broke up a little. Boxing Helena, the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My, she, she says my legs hurt, and I went, "Oh no!" <laughs> um, yeah. Well, in that scene, I had another thing. She, she was talking to herself, or the scorpion was talking to her about the book and being tested again. And then she said something, probably in Ukrainian or Russian. It's I didn't get what it was, tesserand or something like that. Does anybody know what she was saying? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Maybe we'll find out more soon. Yeah, we should look that up. That'll be our homework, guys. Um, I, I've been trying to look it up, but I just haven't seen it. Any Ukrainians listening should let us know. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Janice? All right. All right. Um, Nothing else? Yeah, you good? Okay. Okay, so do we want to do... Let's do quotes first. So, um, Ian, as our guest, you get to go first. Thank you. I, it was hard because I thought there were a lot of great quotes in this. Um, I love when Allison says, Felix, that ox liver smells fantastic. Um, I thought Felix, when he said, I won't condone this, Delphine, which was a stretch for her, was also great. Uh, and Felix, when he said, great, stick me in the middle with a bloody apple in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, poor <laughs> Felix. That was sort of him at his, uh, his peak, which we were yeah. not being at in the rest of the episode. All right. Um, Lynette? Um, I am trying to find some quotes because I watched it this morning and I didn't write anything down. I got kind of busy. But the one off the top of my head is Helena in the box going, my legs hurt. That really disturbed me. Okay. Um, Janice? Okay, this is in the beginning dream scene. Kira says, Helena's going to have a little monkey too. And then Helena says, monkey number two. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was really cute. Um, I'm going to be less cute. Um, I'm giving it to Delphine, queen badass of the episode. Um, I am you, you understand? I will erase you completely, you wicked sister. That was good. Uh, that was that was mine. Uh, favorite scene, Ian? I really liked the opening scene with Elena, both the party and then her waking up in the box, although that was horrifying and creepy. I just thought it was a good opening and just fun as well. Very nice. Uh, that was really good, yeah. Lynette? I'm going to go with the opening scene as my uh, top, top favorite. And then I'm going to go throw in a second scene when uh, Rachel and Fernand are in there. And Do you remember the safe word? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was also really good. Yeah. Uh, Janice? Um, I'm going to go with Del- uh, this uh, Felix and... Um, Sarah at the beach, and this car drives up, and out um, out steps uh, Delphine. All right. What does Felix, uh, Felix say? Oh, she looks really good. She looks really oh, good. She looks yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I am going to go with uh, Sarah meeting Scar. Oh yeah, that was Ooh. good. Um, little little clone on clone action there. Yeah. They really didn't want him to get anywhere near her. I really thought he'd try to kill her if she got close. He can hear a whisper to you. Yeah, I was <laughs> waiting for her to do a Hannibal Lecter on her. On her yeah. Him to, him to do that to her. 
No, he was he was gonna lick her face. Oh god! Oh hey! <laughs> just 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 to be really gross, he's just gonna lick her face. Um. So favorite clone and non-clone, and so question Janice and Lynette. Mm-hmm. Do the boys count as clones, or do the boys count as separate clones? Well, I think they count as clones, but okay, yeah. I don't think we've determined if they are not genetically paired. So are we are we going to do favorite Lita, favorite caster, and favorite non-genetic identical, or are we just going to do favorite clone and favorite non-clone? Well, what do you want to do? I we think just, I think well, what I'm my, asking you guys. My feeling is we should wait a little bit before and before we start choosing favorite boy clone. Okay. I'm not sure they were really in that much. We could pick, I mean, but I think I would wait and see if they're if they have bigger scenes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I I'll go with that. Let's give it a couple more episodes and see where we fly. Okay. Uh, so Ian, favorite clone and non-clone. Well, I thought Allison Blinks, Sarah was great, and Rachel was good, but I'm gonna go with Helena. Awesome. I like when people pick Helena. Lynette. <laughs> It's really hard for me because I'm with him. I, I adored Allison and Donnie in this. So I'm going to say Allison and Helena because I just, I just really have the feels for that girl right now. <laughs> okay. And uh, favorite non-clone? Ian, did you give a favorite non-clone? I did not. Favorite non-clone, Ian? <laughs> uh, again, it was hard. Um, I like Felix's lines, although we agreed that he wasn't the best character this episode. Um but I'm going to go with Delphine just because she really came into her own and kind of dominated a lot of the show. She really did. Um, okay, Lynette, favorite non-clone? Got to go with Ian. I'm not copying you, but Delphine really mm-hmm. rocked it. She really, really did. All right, Janice? Um, yeah, I, I can't. I have to pick Delphine, too. She was. She was well, definitely. Sorry, I'm uh, sorry. No, don't don't be sorry. She's gonna sweep it tonight. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, and then favorite clone is uh, Sarah pretending to be Rachel. Ah, uh, yeah. Very Good nice. choice. Yep. Um, so Delphine, head queen of all things. Yep. Um, she is my favorite non-clone. She is my favorite scene stealer. My favorite quote giver. Um, that girl was just on fire. Um, I will say that um, my favorite clone was uh, Sarah because she just did so much and uh, possibly Beth with the bad blonde wig. (laughs) So rating, Uh, Ian? This is hard. Uh, I thought it was a really solid episode, but uh, just not quite doing it for me despite some great performances and some some great scenes i think just because there's too much going on and i felt dissatisfied at the end um so 8.75 ox livers out of 10 very nice uh lynette i just want to uh just one more quote i found uh, it's sarah manning but she's practicing her rachel disguise and she just goes welcome to the diet institute enjoy you correct me <laughs> yeah I'm going to give this uh, because I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like the boxing Helena thing at all. It really, really disturbed me. A couple of things really disturbed me. I didn't really enjoy Delphine pushing her finger into the, her eye. 
I did see that I liked how that Delphine is developing deeper, scarier things. Just that that really bothered me too. I, I guess I, maybe I'm a little hypersensitive to physical pain right now. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to have to give it points off for that. So I give it a 9.5 Dread Pirate Rachels. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Um, Janice? Uh, Okay, I'm going to give this um, 8.5 out of 10 safe words. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Non-remembered? <laughs> non-remembered safe words. Um, uh, because, um, yeah, it didn't kind of gel. There were all these great things, but it didn't gel, and Felix was off. Um, that bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. All right. Um, I am going to give it eight hidden Helena babies <laughs> out of ten. Um, because I was really upset with Felix and, um, Allison did not do her best, Sarah. Um, and also because I think it can only go up from here. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that there's, there's, there's way more that can be done this season and I think we're going to get it done. So, um, Janice, do we have any feedback? Yes, we do. Helena's dream is so great. Love all the Ukraine stuff. But Helena in the box seriously triggered my claustrophobia. I felt so sick. Sarah calls Mrs. M mom just before she told her about Helena. Helena. So, of course, Sarah returns to calling her S. Ouch. So close. I feel for poor Felix. I think Allison would have been able to fight off the killer, but I'm glad she didn't have to. Being felt up by the cleaner was more than enough for her to deal with. She would make an excellent politician. Not sure how the rehab and recent incidents will work for her, but she may be able to fix this. Donnie quitting makes me shake my head, but him not hitting himself should be good for him. So mad at Delphine. I think she is trying to work for the clones from within, but she's hurting Cosima, and that's not okay with me. I'm happy with Scott, though. He got scared, was up front about it, and then interested in science again. Kira not showing the egg container is making me wonder who she will tell. I thought Helena was going to throw the scorpion in Castor's face and then to find it wasn't real. I felt sad all over again. That was from Nuchas. Thank you. And then this is from Harold. I thought this was a very good start to the season. I'm excited to see Allison run for office. I'm even more excited about the possibility that we get to see her mom. I love Delphine as the new Rachel. I'm curious to see how far they will go with this. It reminds me a little bit of Angel Season 5, where the gang took over the evil law firm and Boxing Helena, with Rachel being held captive due to her medical issues. Speaking of Boxing Helena, anyone who watched last season's Bates Motel knows that it is not a good thing to confine a person with mental health issues in a box. Things might escalate. That's all I'm saying. Don't forget that we saw a new female clone. I'm hoping to see more of Crystal. I'm happy to see that Sarah is so focused on getting Helena back, especially after the way that she abandoned her midway through last season. The only downside, beyond my anger at Ferdinand for what he did to Allison, is that so far, when Ari Millen plays two clone, diff, plays different clones, it feels like someone playing with makeup and costuming, as compared to when Tatiana does it, 
and it feels like each clone is a completely different being. I give this eight talking scorpions out of ten. Thank you, Harold. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And I get what Harold is saying um, about um, Ari Milner uh, being the different people, but that could just be because the um, caster clones aren't as separate. Aren't it as could separate be just, in what, in what yeah, way? Like raised together or not necessarily, but they could just be a lot more similar. Mm. They could have been raised in close to identical situations okay. to make sure that they end up in the military, whereas the Lita clones were designed to not be similar. They were put in a wide variety of um, living arrangements. Mm, okay. Huh. Okay. So that's just my thought. I could be wrong, but I think that the um, caster clones were raised to be more similar, whereas the Lita clones were raised to be more uh, distinct. We also haven't seen that much of the caster clones. True. That's true. They still have a long way to develop. I mean, they're just like new on the scene, so we'll see more about what they're about soon, I'm sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But this, this feels like... Uh, a, like you were talking about the angel season seven or season five. It also feels like the whole initiative season in Buffy. It was all really military based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Buffy joins the initiative. Yeah. That, that wasn't my favorite season either. With the bagel. <sighs> With the bagel. The whiny, whiny bagel in his helicopter taking off. <laughs> Well, I mean, we have our own bagel who wasn't in this episode. Oh, yeah, that's all right with me. Yeah, what uh-huh. did we, we didn't talk about him. What do we think about him? Being the double agent? Yeah. And he's back or in the, the fold or whatever. That just creeped me out. Or being the quadruple agent or whatever the hell he is. Yeah. I don't like uh, Paul. That's just it. I don't care what he's well, doing, why he's doing anything. He doesn't... He's a... No. I don't like Well, I, I was, really, you know, I was like... Okay, it was fine. But then when I saw what they were doing to Helena, I was like, eh, no, this is, that's really bad. I mean, it's one thing to think of him as kind of amoral and wondering what, which side he's on, but, but bringing someone into a situation like that is just wrong. Yeah, yeah I'm not okay with, um, I would like to think that if he, that he, I really hope that Paul doesn't know what they're doing to Helena. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say that I cannot get out. Um, but I have a really sneaking suspicion he does. Even if he doesn't know exactly what they're doing, he knows enough about military to know that he didn't send her to a bad place. You know that? Yeah. You know what? He doesn't, even if he doesn't know that she's in a box, he knows that things are being done to her. So. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like Paul. Apparently, no one likes Paul. No. Um. All right, so I believe that is, I believe that's it for tonight. Um, Lynette, do you remember who our guest is for next week? Let me look it up real quick for you. Because I do not remember. Oh, while Lynette is looking that up, we now have a Tumblr. So it's clonedancepartyintrocast.tumblr.com. I swear we really are there. I've double-checked the spelling but we are brand new and don't have a lot of followers and stuff. So it might be harder to find. Um, If you 
uh, follow Katrin, uh, who is funnier than Polonium, or myself, Elizabeth Gilly. Um, it's easy. It, you might be able to find Clone Dance Party Intro Cast through that, or you can find it through our email if you search via the email Clone Dance Party Intro Cast at gmail.com. You should be able to find it if you are so inclined. Um, and we will be, we slash me, will be better at our tagging things and tag everything uh, per season and per episode with the word spoiler in case you have X kit and you are not all the way caught up and so on and so forth. So Yeah, we will add the uh, Tumblr uh, and the Twitter to our uh, uh, Yeah, and I have been using the Twitter a lot more. Um, I am not but we'll add, so great add, with the Twitter, but I will I will continue to try. <laughs> we will add to our definition of the group or whatever. I can think yeah. So it's clickable. Okay. We have Will Johnson with us next week. Will Yay. next week. Yay. It's exciting. All right. All right. So um, I'm glad we're all newbies. This is really exciting. It's been fun. Yeah. And Ian, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad we could have you on the first uh, episode. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Pleasure. I hope you will have me back at some point in the future. Definitely. And, you know, you could send in feedback. I'm going to start doing that. Yay! <laughs> All right. So that's a wrap for us tonight, and we will see you guys for the next episode. Bye! Bye! Bye!